being a family business, um, there was a lot of blur between personal, Absolutely. between work, um, and it got really complicated. And, you know, we really wanted to, we made some really strong initiatives and in making sure that we were a business first family right. when it came to the business. Um, and so we really, we were committed to that for our business, but for me on a personal level, um, I wanted to put my family first. Right. And within that, I really felt like I needed to challenge myself in new ways. Welcome to the Audacious Living Podcast, hosted by my man, Audley Stevenson, the odd man. He'll unpack wisdom and insights from a cross-section of top quality performers in business, media, sports, entertainment, and lifestyle to uncover key elements to help you live your best audacious life ever. So without further ado, here is The Odd Man. Greetings and salutations, folks. Oddly Stevenson back for another edition of the most audacious podcast the internet has to offer. This is the Audacious Living Podcast, and I appreciate you for being here as we continue our ongoing goal of helping our listeners live their best audacious lives ever. As always, I encourage you to connect with us through our, our social media channels. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, under the handle The Audacious Pod. And if you're on Facebook, type in The Audacious Living Podcast in the search engine. Uh, you'll find us there as well. And hey, if you're watching this episode on YouTube, then you know they've got that bell down below where you can tap and ding, ding, ding. Uh, you're subscribed to the channel. So hey, follow, like, subscribe, share, and that's how you stay connected to all good things Audacious related. Now, Brandy Merrick is a, a business advisor with Ferguson Alliance, and she joins me on this edition of the podcast. Uh, Ferguson Alliance uh, is a family business advisory firm who specializes in advising family-owned businesses in areas of business strategy, succession planning, financial management, and, and culture development. Now, you're probably going, okay, yeah, so what's this got to do with Audacious? And I'm going to get to that because I think it's really important to know that uh, uh, Brandy has a significant amount of experience and understands what it feels like to be a part of a family-run business. But she also knows the significance in launching out and, quote-unquote, leaving the nest. And that's exactly what she has done. Uh, and uh, she she look back. She when she looks back, uh, she you know feels tremendous about the support uh, and, and the growth uh, and how she's been able to stretch her wings and fly, so to speak. And so to now be able to do this as a member of Ferguson Alliance, uh, it's actually a, a thrill and honor for her. So. Now the stage has been set. Uh, here's my conversation with Brandy Merrick. Enjoy. Brandy, thank you for joining me today on the Audacious Living Podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time and hanging out like this. Thank you. I really appreciate having this opportunity. 
This is good. This is good. You know, we, we spend so much time on this podcast, you know, encouraging people to, you know, be that bold, audacious selves. And, and, it, and it can appear in all sorts of fashion in our lives in different ways. And so uh, it's, I, I love having these dialogues for that because I'm, I'm, I consider myself a bit of an encourager, if you will. And so when we encourage people to be their, their bold, audacious selves and maybe get out of their comfort zone a little bit, I think that's where all kind of sort of great things can happen and, and maybe something you can relate to a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, if you were to ask me a few years ago if that's how I would describe myself, I, I really would not have described myself as such. Um, I enjoy routine. Um, I do like kind of some predictability, um, but within COVID, within a lot of things that were going on, I had to really assess just how happy was I actually. I actually had read an article that said um, you should ask your children if rather than telling them all the time that you're proud of them, you should also ask them if they're proud of themselves. Ah. So that way they learn, they grow up and they learn that making themselves proud is really what is most important. Right, right, right. Of course, I had a multitude of things and reasons to be proud of myself, but I really did have this looming thing over me saying, you know, I am proud of myself, but I'm also not proud of the fact that I don't feel like I'm utilizing myself to my best Mm. ability. I don't feel like I'm being true to myself and really stretching myself and maximizing a lot of the strengths that I felt like I had. Right, right, right. And so... To give that some context, um, immediately after I graduated from college, I joined my husband's family business. Okay. And um, I did not intend to work there that long. Um, (laughs) I agreed to come on for a project. I really had felt strongly that, you know, I was on a different path. Um, But yes, that was 15 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) And we're still going. Throughout that process, I really, I grew to love the business. I grew to love the industry, the people. There was, it's great. Right. Um, But also within that, within that, you know, being a family business, um, Mm. there was a lot of blur between personal, between work. um, And it got really complicated and you know, we really wanted to, we made some really strong initiatives and in making sure that we were a business first family right. when it came to the business. Um, and so we really, we were committed to that for our business. But for me on a personal level, um, I wanted to put my family first. Right. And within that, I really felt like I needed to challenge myself in new ways. Understood. Understood. For, for, for some context, uh, can you talk what, what kind of business or industry are you in? Yeah, it is a, we are in the nursery business. So okay. it is a wholesale nursery mm-hmm. that grows plants, trees, shrubs um, for landscapers, retail garden centers. And then it's also a tissue culture lab that helps plant breeders uh, bring their genetics to the market. Got you, got you. Yeah. And, and, and so uh, uh, we sort of talked about 
the the challenges within the family business, and I can I can certainly get it. And I also because that those lines can be blurred for sure, no doubt about that. And I'm also thinking for those who work in the company that aren't family and how they you know how they assimilate in that too, right? Because it's yeah. all about well, you know, it's 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 I, I can just see where it can get complicated, right? Is that yeah. fair to say? Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Um, it can get it can get very complicated, and you have this family feel. And you yeah. want everyone to feel like family, but at the right. same time, you are trying to operate a business. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes in the same ways that it can get blurred for you when it is your family, it can get blurred from an employee perspective as well. Um, because I think there is the expectation that there's a little more grace and a little more stretch. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and then there there is the nepotism that can come into play yes, at times absolutely. where, um, and that was something that I struggled with because I like to think of myself as a hard worker. I like right. to think of myself yep. as earning the respect. Um, yep. But then, you know, some of that, that comes not, into Not just mind. getting it just because, right? Right, right. So really, like, I think that I really tried like 150% to prove that <laughs> I was there. I would often even like introduce myself and not say my last name. And yep. I would often get like people like having worked with me for a few years, not like within our company, but you know, customers or suppliers yep. and like that, you know, a few years down the road, they'd be like, well, I had no idea that you were even related. And I was like, great. Like that's, that's my goal <laughs> is to do that. <laughs> I get it. No. And listen, it, 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 it makes total sense because you want to, you know, feel that what you've earned and what you've done, what you accomplished is on your own merits and not because Absolutely. what your last name was. Right. So, so I, so I totally get that. I, I, I want to go back to the part of your story where you felt that you needed to stretch a little bit. Right. Um, uh, you, 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 you talked about the fact that, uh, you, you know, you like to play it safe and you like routine and, and we all do no question about that. You're not alone. Right. Um, <laughs> Well, sort of talk about sort of that that process because what I heard you say, and I, and I think it's an important point, is that you sort of felt, or maybe you heard that voice that saying there's more, like you should be doing more, you want to do more, mm -hmm. and it's that voice that talks to us sometimes that we don't always necessarily hear uh, as loud, and it gets a little bit louder, and it gets a little bit louder. But it sounds like you absolutely heard that. So, what if you sort of talk about kind of what that process looked like for you? Yeah, for sure. Um, it we the business faces a lot of challenges. When you're dealing with a live good, mm -hmm. that can be very hard. Yeah. There came a point where I felt like, okay, I've kind of, I have reached my, my place. I've tried all of my tricks. Um, I've applied all of my learnings to this and still we're kind of getting butted up against these issues, these challenges. And really also from a family perspective, we were feeling that way as well. Okay. We, we committed to hiring some outside help um, to help us with this. And that was huge for us. And in that process of just adding people to our executive team, seeing how they led, seeing how they were solving some of these challenges, right. that really led me to start thinking about, well, if I were to enter into a different organization, like how, how would that look like for me? Right. You know, how would I be able to help people get a different perspective on the same challenges that they've been facing? Right. How can I take my learnings here and help people apply them in a different space? So that yeah. really started this whole thought process of, oh, wow, like it's okay to give myself permission 
to step outside of this organization that I'm, I would always tell myself like that I had this obligation to honor the family, stay within the family. Sure. But I, I was starting to feel like in that I was kind of betraying myself. Mm. Randy, and that's a really important point, right? Like you want to honor, again, you want to honor your family, but you owe something to yourself at the same time. Yes, because if I'm not good for me, I'm good for no one. Yep. And so um, I did that. And then COVID hit. Mm -hmm. um, and that really, you know, elevated that yeah. whole thought process of like, what yeah. are you doing? What is your purpose? How are you giving back? Life is short. Uh, all of these things. And so then I committed to it um, kind of at the end of 2020, beginning of 2021. I committed to saying, at the very least, I said, I'm going to do something different. Okay. I didn't know and, and, what and, yet. I was going to say, did you have an idea what that something is, right? I had no idea at the time. I had, right. I had some opportunities presented to me. Okay. Um, so I had some, some ideas floating. Um, and ultimately, I decided to join a family business advisory firm. So. Okay. Our firm specializes in advising specifically family-owned businesses in the same struggles that we face in our business. Oh. Yeah. Strategy, succession planning, financial woes, culture, things of that nature. And so I really wanted to connect above all what I really enjoyed in my previous career was helping our managers feel empowered with education to make better decisions. I really recognize that I couldn't do it all on my own. No one can. And so the more that you can empower your people, the more that you can arm them with information in order to make informed decisions, the better your organization is going to be. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You're, you're absolutely right. You've got to empower the people to do the work of the organization. And, yes. and when they feel empowered, they do all sorts of great things. So they're not looking over their shoulder. They're not second guessing. They're just making the decisions they feel are right. And they're proceeding ahead, which is which, which is uh, so awesome. Okay. Uh, I, I, think, I think it's great. You, you, you've got this desire to or feeling, if you will, to, to leave a family business, to go out on your own and you, you, you branch out, not knowing where you're going. So leave that nest, right? Kind of like the birds fly off. Leave the nest and you're in another area another another setting where you're yes. helping the same type of individuals in the same scenario that you were ju you just left yes is that is that yes. right <laughs> yes how, how ironic is that yeah it's 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 ironic and i feel like the more that i have gotten into it just how much i took for granted how valuable it was because we worked with this firm as well prior to me going to work there. Um, it really put into perspective for me how valuable it was to have that, mm -hmm. um, to have that person that can relate, right. um, that can understand what you're going through. Um, because it is, you know, it's a pretty small percentage of the population in the big scheme of things that can truly understand um, the intricacies of working within a family business and the challenges that that presents. And so just the ability to give back um, so much what I got out of it, I right. think is 
amazing. I really, I really feel blessed to be able to do that, honestly. Bradley, I'm intrigued. Uh, I wonder if you can kind of perhaps give, and I, I'm, I'm not asking to sort of open up the vault and give trade secrets or anything like that, but certainly uh, some examples of kind of the challenges that we're talking about in a family business setting. Yeah, so uh, I would say predominantly what we see is that the family members within the business all have a different perspective on the direction that the business should go. That's okay. a huge, that's, that's probably one of the number one things that we see. Um, you know, either if it's multi-generational, um, or if there are several owners of the business, right. the business is really facing a challenge of where do we take it next? Of course, there can be financial issues, um, either within sales growth or revenue decline, something of that nature. Um, those are, those are really some of the, the bigger challenges that they face. Uh, uh, yeah. No, and I was going to say, when you, when you, the point around the direction of the company, um, I, I can see that really being a big one, uh, particularly for, for companies that have been longstanding, if you mm -hmm. will, right? Because, you know, you, you potentially could have maybe maybe the, the, the grandchildren now running the company and, uh, and and the vision could be very, very different. And uh, but, there, but there's some, I guess it'd be some, uh, maybe a sense of obligation by some members of the family to keep it the way it is because that's the way, it, as opposed to... The new and you know the the new and latest, if you will. Yeah, and and that's where businesses can really see some stagnation um, when you kind of hit this point of like an innovation wall, where the business really needs some innovation. But again, different family members, different perspectives may right. see the way to go about that as very different, and so then you kind of end up with no decision. Gotcha. Um, so yeah. the business decides to to not do anything. Right, right, right. It's, it's, it's almost like you're entering a sort of family feud, man. That, uh, I can yeah. see where <laughs> some challenges that you present, right? Like you walk in and it's the Hatfields and McCoys or whatever, and you're just like, well, how do you? It's like it's it's because you're an outsider, right? And how do you how do you resolve that in some instances? Because yeah. these issues could be deep rooted, and, and and I would guess that some of them have absolutely nothing to do with the business. It could be when they were oh, kids. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and we, we always kind of joke that we are kind of part therapists, but that is a huge <laughs> aspect of it because you are dealing with, you're dealing with a lot of attachment. You're dealing with a right. lot of just sweat equity. Um, a lot of times the second generation is entering into the business and the business is in a better place than it was obviously than when the first generation started it. So the second generation doesn't have to experience some of those woes that the first generation did in like cash flow. And there was typically a lot more worry about will the business survive in that right. first generation area. And so that can be really, really challenging. And we help navigate those conversations. And a lot of times it is a lot of times it does go personal. Um, it goes into how one views the other and right. what that looks like and the dynamics of the relationship. And so our goal is to kind of keep everybody on the business track. Yes. While. That's hard. Brandy, that's hard. 
it can like, be listen, very challenging. Listen, I know growing up with my siblings, they did some stuff to me that still carry over. And when I look at them, yeah, you might be the chief financial officer of the company, but you know, when we were kids, you took my bike and never gave it back to me and or whatever. And that's how I view you, right? And so Absolutely. It's, it's getting past those sorts of things that yeah. makes it so much, so much, so much challenging. Yeah. I mean, a big trigger for me was like a lot of times the discussion would be like, well, what the kids want. And it's like, ah, I'm 35. <laughs> I'm like, it's, when does that, I mean, I'm not 35 anymore. I'm 37, no. but when does that, when does that stop? Stop. Like, like is right. there a date that we could look forward to? <laughs> but right. I get it. It's like, and then how do you not? And then like I would always think, well, what's the alternative? Well, then it would just kind of be to call us by our names, but it's a lot easier to just group us up as the kids. Um, yeah, so, no, I get it. I get yeah. it. Well, <laughs> to them, you will always be the kids, right? right. I mean, you know, my my eldest daughter is almost thirty, and I still call her my kid, right? So <laughs> right. I get it, right? Like, how do you how do you sort of stop doing what you've always done? Yeah. So I understand that part of it. Uh, I just I just think that the, the the you talk about the dynamics. It's very fascinating. I never so first of all, something I never considered or thought about. But as you talk about it, I'm going, wow, there could be some. Know, real opportunities there for when we talk about challenges, right? Like to get through stuff, then. Yes, absolutely. It can be very, very, very challenging. And a lot yes. of times people don't know where to start. They don't know how to tackle it. A lot of times it can feel like something that you can't ever get past. And, and when we started the process, I had those thoughts. I was like, well, you know, because you always hear like, it's really hard to get people to change. Um, you know, you can't expect people to change. Um, so it was, it took time. Um, I tell that to everyone, you can't expect a fix overnight. Right. It takes so much time. It's going to take three times longer probably than you think because you are changing how you view things from the point when we started working on our business to yeah. where we are now, where we are now was never even an option on the table. Right. It was something we didn't even discuss. And so it really, then it plays into just your ability to trust the process, your ability to surrender to that process. Um, and that was really challenging for me. Absolutely one of the most challenging things ever because I am, I'm a planner. I like to know like, this is how it's going to go. This is what we're going to do. All right. We're on track. Let's get a plan. Let's go after it. Um, and personal relationships just aren't like that. No, they're, they're, they're absolutely <laughs> not. And you're right. And that it's, it's, it was interesting you said that was one of the most challenging things that you, you encountered because I, I was going to ask about, uh, I want to actually kind of go back to when you made that decision to make that leap and wondered about what challenges were presented in, in that situation. Because, you know, I, I, I've heard about where, have you land, where you've landed and it sounds great and yeah. you're contributing and you're doing some fantastic work in an area that, I, again, I never even conceived of. So, which is fantastic. But to get there is kind of what I'm wondering about. And what sort of challenges did you, did you run into or encounter? Ooh, a lot of them. Mm. <laughs> um, probably one of the, the main things for me was, again, love the industry, love the company, love the people. Mm. 
So one of the hardest things for me was, was leaving them mm-hmm. and full disclosure. I haven't totally detached. <laughs> um, uh, I, I don't, I certainly will probably never totally detach. I'm certainly, I'm still on the board. Um, they still reach out to me with different things. Um, but the people was very, very, very hard. It was people that, you know, helped me get stronger and build my business acumen. It was a team where I helped them build their business acumen, take them to places that they never saw themselves going before. So leaving that aspect of it was very challenging. Mm. Dealing with um, imposter syndrome as well on myself, um, thinking about, well, what qualifies me to really be helping people in this sense? And Obviously, I just told you all of these reasons why I would be qualified, but, you know, I internalize that a lot to think like, well, I don't, I don't know enough. I haven't seen enough. It doesn't count. Right. It doesn't matter. Right. 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 And thinking about, you know, what are people going to think of me? How do I, how do I answer the question of why are you making this leap? Why did you change? You know, from the outside looking in, a lot of people would, would say like, you know, life was great. You had it all figured out. Like you, you had all the things. Um, but just a lot of that didn't matter. Um, it was really hard for, for my, especially my dad, for him to really kind of understand like, what exactly are you going to be doing? And like, why would you do that? You know, he's a very, um, he's self-employed, he very much subscribes to the, you know, you got to be working like 60 plus hours a week to feel right. productive and right. be making right. a contribution to society. So like, what are you going to be doing? I'm so confused. Um, so that was hard to just kind of battle. You know, I'm inherently a people pleaser. So it was challenging for me to hear people kind of asking challenging questions of what was next for me. Right. That was some of the harder things. And, and just with my family as well, with my husband's family, you know, I didn't want to disappoint anyone. Um, I wanted to be all of the things. So it was really, again, when I say it was the hardest thing, and it was really, truly, honestly, one of the first times in my life that I took all of that, kind of put it in a box and said, all of that aside, what is the best thing for me? Wow. What do I feel like is the best thing for me? Brandy, that's a great, great question to ask. Like the answers that come out of that are profound, but it's still important to ask yourself that question. Why, you know, what am I going to take out of this and what do I need? And I think what is the best thing for me? And that's a great question because I would imagine, I would imagine, you know, in some of our decisions and maybe in this situation, not everyone was on side with it. I'm assuming you did. Did you have any resistance? Let me ask that. Do you have any pushback? A little bit bit of resistance just in that, that, you know, I think it was hard for people to imagine me changing. I think that that was probably more one of the harder things was the resistance came from like, oh, wow. Huh? Like maybe should I be doing, should I be considering something like that as well? I think that that was in a lot of 
you know, and some of the resistance that I got was just more people kind of wishing that they could do the same thing or commit to doing sure. the same thing. Sure. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm really thankful that for the most part, it all went well. And a lot of what, what I was perceiving was more stuff that I was creating for myself. You I think that. almost in a way to kind of give myself permission to like backtrack and say, right. yep. Oh no, like, I think we're good. Like, Go back. It's fine. We're, we're really good at doing that sometimes to ourselves, aren't we? <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. And me especially, I think so. <laughs> That's bad. Well, I, I mean, I, I, I love the idea of, uh, you know, you you forcing yourself to stretch. I mean, for, I mean, a couple of things that you said that I just are, I so connect with the idea of just first of all, not feeling that you're doing what you should be or meant to or what makes you happy and there's more to be done. Uh, I mean, that in itself to kind of have that sort of go through that thought process is huge because a lot of people would just kind of ignore it because they don't want to take that chance or they're, you know, it's, it's safer, as you talked about earlier. And so you jumped on that and did what needed to be done. Yes, yes. Um, and I think a, a lot of us do that. I think that honestly, when I, when I look back on it, I was doing that. I was playing it safe for many years before I allowed myself to even ask myself the question. Um, I think it was always kind of sitting there and I would just say, nope, mm -mm, not yeah, happening, yeah. not happening. Um, you'll get through this. It'll be fine. Um, and then before you know it, five years are gone. And what, <laughs> what are you doing? Um, and so I think too, there is just some stigma around like being committed to one thing. Sure. You know, oftentimes when you're hiring someone, you're looking at their resume, you're like, we get turned off if they have made a change in their career. There's more question marks around it. Right, right. And it's like, wh why though? Why? I mean, why aren't we more encouraging to say, you know what? Go out there. And hey, you know what? You are going to make mistakes. You are going to mess some stuff up. But that's where you're going to learn. And that's where you're going to grow. And that's what's going to give you the opportunities. I don't feel like I heard enough of that. Right. As a kid right. and as a young adult. I just literally like printed off some imaginary checklist from the internet that was like, all right, you graduate high school, you go to college, you right. get married, like you do these things yes. in this order yes. because that's what everybody else does. Yes, 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 yes. The, that is the, the, the checklist to a happy life, apparently. That's the <laughs> <Yeah>. one, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and don't challenge it. Don't right. challenge it. Um, That's right. Well, we, 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 we don't have the last guy to challenge it. He's not with us no more, so <laughs> you don't want to be like him, right? No. Well, and, and that's the thing. I mean, there's so much about, about life that when you stop and start digging and start searching, you uncover parts of yourself that you didn't even know existed. I would imagine, you know, in your, in your new role or realm, you sort of found parts or aspects of you that you didn't, you know, hadn't uncovered or thought about before. Every day, every day, I'm realizing something else. Um, just last week, I, you know, in, in my previous role, I didn't have to do much networking. And so in this role, I, I am doing a lot more networking. And 
if you would have asked me in the past, I've been like, oh, I think that that's something that I could do. I'd be comfortable with that. But I found myself very nervous. Um, I found myself, and, and again, it was just a new challenge presented to yes. me, something yes. outside of my comfort zone. And after I did it, I was like, you know what? That was great. I got an opportunity to learn about several different people. Um, so I was like, you know, I just, I'm constantly reframing yes. and challenging some of those past limiting beliefs to say, this is, this is all new and exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, and, and that's the best part about it. That, that exciting piece. Cause it's all, it's always like, well, what's next, right? What can come and, and, and the other part of what I love what you've done is that you, you've now given you, you created proof of what can be done, right? Um, it's one thing to wonder and maybe and what if and perhaps and one day I will kind of go through that. But when you actually do it, you've got proof positive evidence in your hands of this is exactly what I've done. And you know what? It didn't turn out bad at all. Right. It didn't turn out bad. It didn't turn out like I thought it would either. And that's the amazing part of it. And I do have to remind myself of that pretty much daily that a lot of times things are going to work out even better than you could imagine them. You just have to allow yourself to go there, to go for it and take it from someone who does not allow herself to go there and go for it very often, but is pushing those boundaries more and more and more every day to say, you can, you can. You can yes. do it. Yeah. And who knows what'll happen? And even if it if it's not great, if you wake up tomorrow morning, then you have the opportunity to try again. There we go. I love and it. I, that's I all you it. need. That's all you need. <laughs> so so for fun, if 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 you know we went back fifteen years and said to the brandy fifteen years ago, here's what's gonna happen, here's what you're gonna do. You're going to be awesome at it. You're going to love it. What would she have said? You know, it's interesting that you say the Brandy of 15 years ago, because the Brandy of 15 years ago probably would have been like, cool, like I'm pumped up about it. And, okay. and, and slowly through the past 15 years of my career, so much of that came away from me. So much of that wasn't with me anymore. Um, what was and that? I think, like life, you mean, or what, what would you, was it? Yeah, was I think it? just like a lot of that, um, you know, energy around anything is possible. Um, you know, 15 years ago, I was starting out in my career. I was a lot more hopeful. I think that, you know, of some life experience hadn't, hadn't stripped that away for me. Yes. Didn't, yes. you know, I almost had to be torn down to, to be built back up. Oh, that's a great point. Oh my gosh. Say that again. Brandy. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah I mean, I, I really did. I, I had to, I started out high and then I did, I slowly got torn down, but it was all necessary to build myself back up. And really in that process, I really did. I experienced the blame game, right? I mean, in that tear down, it was at times, everybody else's fault but mine mm. and in that i had to realize and i distinctly remember the time when i just really recognized that oh my goodness 
this is all a choice. This is all a choice that I wake up in the morning and I choose. And the only reason I choose not to go on a crazy road trip for two months is because I'm scared because I have told myself that I can't do that, that everybody needs me. And these were all choices that I was making. And then I just really got down to it and said, then I can choose to do anything. Sure. I can literally choose to do anything. And so I'm, I'm on my way back to Brandy's 15 years ago. Um, but with a lot more wisdom, I feel like <laughs> I've got the enthusiasm right. and a little more wisdom with yeah. that. I, 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 so I really appreciate sort of describing sort of the, the, the weathering process that happens. <laughs> you know, we start at a certain point in life kind of, you know, it, it sort of takes take little chinks one off your arm or one at a time, so to speak. Um, because I think that's realistic for a lot of people, right? You, how many times do you go in a situation and you're enthused, you're excited, and you get there and you're just like, oh. Yeah. And, you know, and not that you give up, you keep trying, but as time goes on, you're like, oh. And it just becomes, why even bother? And that's okay. And that's where the comfort and latency sits mm-hmm. in and you're just there, right? As opposed to yeah. continue to push ahead. Absolutely. A hundred percent. It you you do you get you get comfortable and you get so comfortable with comfort that you yes. you can't imagine that being uncomfortable would lead to anything good. Right. Right. And I think that was probably one of the, the first things I realized as I began to transition that I, I need to welcome the discomfort and, and listen to what it's trying to tell me and not just immediately try to get comfortable again. Right, right, right. It's yeah. almost, it's almost um, uh, taking comfort in the discomfort. Right? Yes. Like, it's, it, it, it's, yeah. Accepting that, you know, hey, this is there's something good about this feeling. Although I don't like it, I have no idea anything about it, but there's something about it that you still embrace, right? And you still yeah. accept. And you lean into that discomfort and you do something that you're either afraid of or that you didn't think was going to turn out well, and then it turns out well. And so then you just gradually, slowly start to go, well, huh, okay. Like, I'm feeling even better after moving through that discomfort than I would have if I would have moved around it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, 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 and what I love about that is, is as you start to go through, you're like, okay, this isn't so bad after all. And that encourages you to take that next step. And then, you know, you can take that next step. And then all of a sudden you look back and you have all these trails of successes that you've made based on be willing to take that step of discomfort. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. now, and, and, and that just builds, and, that, and that's how we build ourselves up. It's almost, it's almost like we're building up a, a repository of wins, if you will, <laughs> yeah. right? Absolutely. And we've got this. And, and it, so then even when we run into something that kind of we're not sure about, or we can still look back and go, yeah, but I've done all this. Yeah. Right? So I love it. Oh, I Absolutely. so love it. Yeah, thank you. That's a fabulous journey, Brandy. That's so awesome. That, re- that, 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 that journey of realization is what, what, what I've heard from you. And I think that's that really, again, I, I've said it before, it's a really, really important one for all of us. Yes, 
I think so. And I think that again, just the more, the more open and honest that we can be with ourselves, the, the better we can get to that place. What's also really awesome is now you're, you're, you're taking that, those personal experiences and now you're sort of put, paying it forward through your work and through the work of your clients and, and helping them get to that place. Because I would imagine for some of those individuals, they were in a similar place like you were. Absolutely. I would say 90% of them are for sure. They're, they're in some sort of place where they're unsure whether it be about their business or uh, most of the time it is about where they would like to go, where they would like to see themselves and just the, the feeling of, even if I want these things, I can't get there. Right. And so we, we help people realize that yes, you can, you absolutely can. And it, it can, it can mean amazing things for you. That's so awesome. Oh, so Brandy, I really, really appreciate you, you, you joining me on the podcast and, and sharing your story. Uh, so encouraging. And, you know, it's, it's like, so there's one thing, and, you know, we, we talk to all sorts of experts and other individuals on this podcast, uh, but to get a real life, you know, this is what I did. Uh, there's so much power in that because uh, someone listening go, oh, okay, maybe I can do the same. Right. And that whole idea of sharing our story. So I really appreciate uh, uh, you coming on and doing this This is awesome. Well, I appreciate it, too. And thank you so much, because I have learned so much from other guests on your podcast as well. And I just I think that's great. And I I love what you're doing. And thank you for this opportunity. Oh, very cool. Well, uh, for, for, for listeners that maybe wanted to connect with you or, or, or let's let's, let's your, your, your company now, let's give them a shout out. You know, let's give them yeah. a plug here. Yeah, Absolutely. You can check us out online. We're at uh, ferguson-alliance.com and that's Ferguson, F-E-R-G-U-S-O-N. Um, and so then my email is brandy at ferguson-alliance.com. Um, feel free to email me or reach out. Um, happy to help in any way I can. Again, I, I do truly feel passionate about helping people live their audacious life. Awesome. 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 Well, you've done it. You've got proof positive to show that it does work. Thank you for being here, Brandy. This is awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Back, we are here on the podcast, and I want to send my thanks and deep appreciation for Brandy for being here and sharing her, her personal story uh, of leaving the de- leaving the nest and living out her potential. It's such an important exercise uh, for us to, to go through, and we'll all go through it at some point or uh, another. And so, um, be ready and and let those you know soar those wings and get ready to fly. You know, Brandy left us with with a lot of great points but if i reflect on my conversation with her and i take away one thing from our chat it would be this the term to leave the nest is an idiom derived straight from mother nature and it refers to those cute little baby birds who've reached that stage of development where it's time to leave the safety and security of the nest and spread their own wings and fly now the nest is figuratively and it could be leaving a job it could be leaving a relationship or maybe you're leaving mom and dad for the very first time 
Regardless which one of those examples, the exercise is the exact same in all three cases. It can be unsettling, it can be uncomfortable, and you might even be scared. And all of those things are both natural and okay. Again, it's still an important process to go through. Leaving the nest, it provides an opportunity for us to realize our own potential, chase our own dreams, and accomplish the unmanageable, or, or in the case of birds, soar to new audacious heights. Hey, listen, if you haven't registered for email notifications of the podcast, please know that you could do so simply by heading over to bestaudaciouslife.com and entering your email address and you'll be alerted every time we've got brand new content that comes out. We've come to the end of another episode of the Audacious Living Podcast. And always, as always, I send out my thanks and appreciation to our awesome listeners, you lovers of audaciousness. You know, the, the support that you give us here on this podcast is tremendous and very much appreciated. Until next time, stay safe, be kind, show love to one another, and be audacious. Listening to the Audacious Living Podcast, hosted by Audley Stevenson. If you enjoyed what you heard, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Until next time, be audacious.